Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, praise God. Turn with me tonight to the twelfth chapter of the book of Hebrews. Praise be unto God. Praise God. Father, tonight as we come before the Holy Writ, we thank you tonight. The anointing is upon your word that it will lift any burden, it will destroy any yoke. We thank you this day for revelation knowledge, not just head knowledge, but heart knowledge, that we may step up higher and walk in a new realm, Lord. Father, we thank you that there is a finite air that we can breathe, the very holy life of the living God. Father, we thank you tonight. We thank you tonight that Jesus is lifting us up higher and higher as we hear this word. In Jesus' name, amen. Twelfth chapter of Hebrews. We have been talking about the blood covenant on Wednesday night. Tonight we want to talk about the blood that's speaking. The blood that's speaking. Praise God. The life is in the blood. Hallelujah. Do you know that your blood is alive? Blood is alive. It's a living thing. That's what keeps you living. Praise God. Now, when we say blood covenant or this covenant, we're talking about, in the Hebrew, it meant to cut where blood flowed. So anytime you read the word covenant, just insert that. That means they have cut where blood flowed. Blood had flowed. There was a mark in someone's flesh. Blood had been expelled out of someone's being. And there was a transference usually of uh, the persons or persons that cut the blood covenant, a transference of each other's blood from one to the other. And it was called a blood covenant. The first we read of the covenant, the old covenant, you know, one of the things that, that, that's been wrong about our Bible, we separate it out and say Old Testament, New Testament. Now, if they wrote in there blood, uh, uh, the old blood covenant and the new blood covenant. Praise God. In my Bible, you know where it says the Old Testament? I scratch that out. I put the old covenant. Covenant means to cut where blood flowed. This covenant is the strongest agreement that can be made in the universe. Nothing stronger than a blood covenant. Praise God. Now, Paul writing to Christians, Hebrew Christians in this book of Hebrews, these Hebrew Jewish Christians knew what a blood covenant was. They was raised under it. They knew who Abraham was, Isaac, Jacob. They knew their covenant. That was what kept them in health. That was what kept them from being held captive all their life. Anytime they ever invoked their covenant rights, then God would step in and set them free. When they was in Egypt, in slavery, they cried out unto God, and God remembered His covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and they were delivered. Praise God. So anybody that stands on a blood, on this blood covenant, hallelujah, 
the end results is guaranteed. Praise God. Praise God. So, Paul writing here to the Hebrew Christians that knew what covenant meant. He compares the old covenant with the new covenant starting in the 18th verse. He said, For ye are not come unto the mount that might be touched. In other words, he's talking about Mount Sinai where uh, Moses went up on the mount, got the law, the Ten Commandments, and brought back down. And the mountain was all on fire and they were scared to death. He said, You've not come unto the mount that might be touched and the burning with fire nor with the blackness or darkness and tempest, and the sound of a trumpet, and the voice of words, which voice they heard, they that heard entreated that the word should not be spoken to them any more, for they could not endure that which was commanded, and if so much as a beast should touch the mount, it should be stoned or thrust through with a dart. And so terrible was the sight that Moses said, I exceedingly fear and quake. Now that old covenant carried an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. It carried blessing and cursing. If you did not do this, the curse would come upon you. And they knew what a curse was like. They had been brought out of Egypt and they had saw the curses of Almighty God. They knew what they were. They knew when they did not obey God and keep their end of the covenant that the curse would come upon them. And they said, we know the fire and the, the power of Almighty God and we do exceedingly fear and crave. See, the thing about the new covenant, we have a better covenant established on better promises. Why are they better? Because Jesus became a curse for you. Hallelujah. You know, in the old covenant, he writes, the curse causeless cannot come. That's right. But under the new covenant, Jesus became a curse. Hallelujah. So he compares this and said, Moses did exceedingly fear and quake. 22nd verse said, But you're come unto Mount Zion and unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly and church of the firstborn, Hallelujah. Which are written in heaven and to God the judge of all and to spirits of just men made perfect. You know tonight you have a perfect heart. You have a perfect spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Perfect. Someone said, well, that means mature. No. No, you can't be made mature. You have to grow to maturity. You had a perfect spirit given unto you. 24th verse said, You have come to the spirits of just men made perfect and to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than Abel. Hallelujah. We have a covenant that speaks better things than Abel. We know, you might write it down, fourth chapter of Genesis, when Cain killed Abel, God talked to Cain and said, Where is your brother? He said, Am I my brother's keeper? 
He said, His blood crieth out from the earth. Abel's blood cried out for justice. It cried out for vengeance. It cried out for satisfaction. But our Lord Jesus Christ's blood does not call out even for justice. It does not call out for vengeance. It does not call out uh, uh, for anything but mercy, praise God. Hallelujah. When Jesus' blood speaks, it says mercy. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It does not say punishment. It does not say vengeance. It does not say the curse is coming. Amen? Jesus' blood is speaking. That 24th verse said, Jesus is the mediator of a new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling, that speaker, that speaker, the blood is speaking right now from the mercy seat. Jesus' blood is alive. It is living. It is speaking. It is speaking from the very holy of holies in heaven. Jesus, when He died, He carried His blood into the heavenly holy of holies, sprinkling it on the mercy seat before Almighty God. He appeared in the presence of God for us. He said, this is the blood of the new covenant. It's been ratified. Hallelujah. Under this new covenant, every provision, every promise that Jesus made in this new covenant, blessed be God, it is now yours if you will stand on your covenant rights. Praise be unto God. So many people say, yes, amen, hallelujah, that sounds good. But if you're not going to stand on your covenant rights, they're not going to just fall on you. Do you know that? How many of you know you've got an enemy contesting your rights? You have an enemy, you have a religious system, you have a world system that, fight, that will fight you every way you can go. That fights the Word of Almighty God. But we've got a mediator, who mediator meaning the one with the last say-so. The last say-so, His blood is speaking from the mercy seat. It's speaking mercy. Well, what is mercy? Well, that means God fails sorry for us. No, it does not. Mercy means it accepts the responsibility for your need and has the ability to meet it, praise God. It accepts a, a, a responsibility for your sickness. Why? Jesus stepped forward as my representative. Hallelujah. Your financial need, He stepped forward, hallelujah, and accepted that. Blessed be God. We are the bride of Christ. When you marry a woman, blessed be God, you marry her and her bills. Amen? Women, when you marry a husband, you married him and his car note and his truck note and his gun note. Whether you like it or not. That's what Jesus did. He accepted the responsibility. In other words, He took over your notes. He took over your notes. Well, how am I going to get Him to, uh, 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 to handle this? I stand on this, the blood speaking. He is our advocate. Advocate means your lawyer. First John 2, 1 said, He 
We have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. Jesus don't even have to say anything. You know why? The blood speaking. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. The blood is speaking today from the mercy seat. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Look back in the ninth chapter of Hebrews. The ninth chapter. Eleventh verse. But Christ being come a high priest of good things to come. You know, the church world need to preach good things. Hallelujah. They need to preach what God talks about. That God wants to bless them. That our God is a good God. That God has already done for them what most people's trying to get Him to do. He's already done. Hallelujah. But Christ being come a high priest of good things to come by a greater and more perfect tabernacle not made with hands. See, he's compared the Old Testament with the uh, Old Covenant with the New Covenant. That is to say, not of this building, not of that temple building, neither by the blood of goats and calves that they sacrificed under the Old Covenant. Not by the Old Covenant sacrifice, but by His own blood He entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. Praise be unto God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 24th verse. Look at 9.24. For Christ is not entered into the holy place made with hands, which is a figure of the truth, but into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God for us. For us. What did He appear in the presence of God for? He sprinkled His blood upon the mercy seat once. He does not have to repeat that never again because the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ was not atoning blood, but it was redemptive blood. It annihilated every sin that was against mankind. Hallelujah. It removed the curse of the law. Hallelujah. It's speaking right now from the mercy seat. Hallelujah. You've got a voice in heaven. You've got a voice in high places. You've got a voice that stands before the presence of Almighty God that ever speaks, speaks, speaks. Your covenant now is yours. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Jesus' blood sealed our faith. Jesus' blood sealed the new covenant. It's settled. It's settled. I got a new covenant established on new covenant promises. Better things than anything that uh, Abraham had. Hallelujah. You know, he said when he made a covenant with Abraham, he said he made it for a what? Ever lasting covenant. But what's so good about... See, he said, if you be Christ, then you're Abraham's seed and heirs according to that covenant. That covenant carried blessing and cursing. We ain't got no curse under this one. See, here's the, th here's the thing that we've got to get across. We have got to get across in our thinking 
No fear of Satan entering in. No fear of him having authority to come in. Well, if you mess up, there's Satan waiting at the door. No, he's not. Not if you know your covenant rights. The minute you mess up, I've got First John 1, 9. I confess it and head on towards the mark of the high calling of Almighty God. I don't hang around sin. I don't play with sin. Amen. See, he said, if you sin, don't lie about it. If you sin, just say, I've sinned. I missed it. Sin in the New Testament is not acts. Adultery, fornication, uh, 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 stealing, lying. It's not that sin in the New Testament is missing the mark. We got a mark to hit. Bullseye. What is that bullseye? Life on high in Christ Jesus. Life on high. Living out of another realm. Living out of the realm of Almighty God. Knowing who we are in Christ. That it is no longer I, but the Messiah living in us. Hallelujah. The blood speaking. Christ in you. The hope of glory. The blood is speaking today. Bless God, you've died and your life is now hid with Christ in God. Hallelujah. How do you think if you're in God, Satan's going to come along? Huh? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The blood is speaking from the mercy seat. He entered in. For Christ has not entered into the holy place made with hands, which was just a figure of the truth, but He entered into heaven itself with His own blood. For what? Now to appear in the presence of God for us. Here it is. The blood of the new covenant. He put it on the mercy seat. It's coming off that mercy seat. Crying out mercy. Crying out mercy. Say He failed. Mercy will handle it. See, if a person knows that, he don't, he, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine a few months back and he missed it. And he missed it bad. And he said, I might as well just quit. He was raised in the Pentecostal ranks and his grandmother's a fine woman and all that, but he was raised in the Pentecostal and he had Pentecostal thinking. And he thought, well, if he missed it, it's just over. And God's so displeased with him. Let me tell you something. God ain't displeased when you miss it. He is displeased when you quit. When you confess it, it's over. It's over. He don't even write it down. It's gone. It's not even remembered. Hallelujah. Why? The blood speaking from the mercy seat. Hallelujah. Mercy. Jesus accepted your responsibility when you fail. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hebrews 2.17 said He's a merciful and faithful high priest. Now, mercy is not some kind of feeling. It's not some kind of something, well, you know, God feels sorry for you, poor old thing, poor worm. No, that's not mercy. Mercy stands up. Mercy's bold. Mercy's bold, folks. Mercy has a voice. You know, anytime they got something from Jesus when they're talking about mercy, they'd get loud. They'd say, Thou son of David, have 
mercy on us. Hallelujah. It would open the blinded eyes, cause the crippled to, to, to walk. It would cause the demoniacs to be set free. Praise God. See, we need to realize Jesus' blood speaking, it's, it's on our side. I mean, it don't ever quit speaking. It didn't just speak once. Hallelujah. There is a volume of the new covenant being spoken in mercy off of that mercy seat this day. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. In 1 Peter 1.19, he calls it the precious blood. Precious blood. Why is it so precious? Well, let me tell you something. You ever miss God? And you felt, you felt like you as the worst low down thing in the world? Huh? You ever miss God and just, I mean, and just felt like you were just the worst thing going? Well, God don't want that. See? That's denying the power that is in the blood. That's denying the ability of the blood that is perpetually cleansing us from all unrighteousness. Praise God. Hallelujah. The minute you confess it, the minute you walk before God, the minute, man, it's annihilated. I mean, it's gone. It's, it is no remembrance of it anywhere. Praise God. Praise God. The precious blood cries out, even when you have failed. It says mercy. It says kindness. It says compassion. It says peace on earth, goodwill towards men. It cries out sympathy. Praise God. Praise God. How many of you know Jesus can be touched with your infirmities? Huh? He's not, you don't think it was just some kind of chariot ride down through. When he's went through everything. Anything that you ever went through, the Lord's been through that. Man, the devil shot the best shot when he was here. I mean, he tried everything. Yet he made it without sin. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, glory. Glory, 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 glory. Turn back to eighth chapter of Hebrews. Eighth chapter. Hallelujah. How many of you know the voice of Jesus' blood cannot be silenced? It can't be silenced. I don't care what you've done or where you've been or how bad you missed it. It cannot be silenced. It's speaking from the mercy seat. It's speaking, it's speaking, speaking. Hallelujah. Hebrews 8, 12. Said, for I'll be merciful to their unrighteousness. And their sins and their iniquities will I remember no more. No more. If he'll do that for a heathen that comes to him, what will he do to a child of God? Huh? Amen. The blood annihilated the sin. It annihilated the failure. Praise be unto God. Hallelujah. Look in the ninth chapter, the fourteenth verse. It said, How much more shall the blood of Christ through the eternal Spirit offer Himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? Purge your conscience. Purge. You know what that is? Purge. 
mean, I know I have an example or two, but I don't want to <laughs> purge. <laughs> I mean, it's gone. Down the drain. It's gone. God wants you n- never to have a sin consciousness. A sin consciousness is a failure consciousness. If you think you're not pleasing to God, you're a failure. If you think when you missed it, you're not pleasing to God, you are a failure. How many of you know, no matter what you do, you're pleasing to God. You're His son. You're His daughter. He's pleased with you. The minute you got born again, He's pleased. He's pleased with my son. He's pleased with you. He knows you're going to miss it at times, but he put 1 John 1, 9 in there. Hallelujah. And if you miss it, confess it. Don't wallow around in it. Get up and roll with it. Amen? Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. How much more shall the blood of Christ through the eternal Spirit offer Himself without spot purge your conscience? See? If you got something on the back burner, you're not going to do something for God. Fifteenth verse. And for this cause, He's the mediator of the New New Testament, the New Covenant. That by means of death, for the redemption of the transgressions that were under the first covenant, they which are called might receive the promise of eternal inheritance. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know what a mediator is? He is the mediator of the new covenant. That means he is, has the last say so. Praise God. Jesus' blood is speaking. You're clean. Jesus' blood. See, all, every religion, every, uh, 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 cult, everything wants to stand before God without sin. They want to be pure and holy before God. Well, how many of you know the blood speaking and He said you're pure? The blood is speaking and said you're clean. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise be unto God. Praise be unto God. The new covenant, the blood of that new covenant says you're holy. Says you're sanctified. Says you're righteous. Praise God. Speaking all the time. That's coming up all the time. It's constantly speaking. Better things than Abel. See, it's not crying out, get him, Lord. He missed it. It's not crying out for punishment when you fail. Hallelujah. See, the goodness of God brings people to repentance. See, praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Tenth chapter. First verse, for the law having a shadow of good things to come, and not the very image of the things, can never with those sacrifices which were offered year by year, blood of goats and bulls, calf, they could never, with those sacrifices which were offered year by year, continually make the comers therefore perfect. Couldn't do it. For they would, for then would they have uh, cease to offer because that the worshipers once purged should have should have had no more 
conscience of sin. If the blood of goats and calves would have worked, no, all that the blood of goats and calves did was a constant reminder that you are a sinner, that you have missed it, that that blood is covering your sin for another year. And every year, every year, they continually had a reminder that they were sinners, that the blood was holding back the vengeance and wrath of Almighty God, but Jesus' blood, when He entered into the holy place, not made with hands, He sprinkled His blood on the mercy seat, not by the blood of goats and calves, but by His own blood. He entered in once and annihilated the sin that was against mankind. Hallelujah. He annihilated it. It's not covered up somewhere. It's gone. Praise God. Praise God. A sin consciousness is a defeat consciousness. It is worry. It is unanswered prayer. It is unbelief. It is not knowing the will of Almighty God. The misuse of altars in churches has keep, kept people babies. It has kept people squalling, bawling, and never knowing anything but going from one service to the next service thinking about how I've missed it, where I can repent and cry till I feel better. But the Word of Almighty God will cleanse your consciousness from all unrighteousness and show you who you are in Christ Jesus and you can stand up boldly and come boldly to the throne room of Almighty God as if you'd never heard the word sin. Never heard the word failure. Hallelujah. Praise be unto God. Glory to God. Glory to God. See, we need to think like God, not like any man. I don't care what any man says. No, it don't make any difference. See. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Tenth chapter, fourteenth verse. For the one offering he has perfected until you sin them that are sanctified. No. Perfected forever. Not till you miss it. Not till you fail. You ought to done better. You'd be, no. By one offering he has perfected forever. See, before Almighty God, there's something speaking. Jesus entered into the holy place. He sprinkled the blood. The blood speaking today. Blessed be God that they're holy, sanctified. And the minute, if you miss it, you confess it and you head on towards the mark. See? The reason you want to confess this is get it off of your head. Huh? Get it off your head. God already knows you sanctified. God don't live in an unsanctified vessel. Ye are the temple of the living God. God don't live in an unholy vessel. Said, oh, but you don't know, brother son, what I've done. No, but I got a God that knew you was going to do it. <laughs> and probably going to do it again. <laughs> Confess it. Put the word on it. Stand on your covenant. Hallelujah. 
You know what that grace is? Come boldly to the throne of grace. Come grace is your ability to say no to sin, folks. Hallelujah. You don't have to sin. You do not have to do that. Because if you sin, it puts something on the back burner in your life. It don't bother God like it bothers you. See, Jesus' blood has done handle sin, past, present, future. He knows that. The preachers ain't going to let you know that. See, if they didn't have some sin to preach about, they wouldn't have a sermon. That demon of alcohol, abortion, two or three of them. How the president's doing. See, do you know what? They took a survey of last Sunday's messages across the United States. And better than 90% of the Christian ranks preached on the 39 that took their lives and committed suicide. And their ex explanation of, of all that. I thought that can't be so. That can't be so. What are we doing in the Christian ranks? Huh? What are we teaching people? Bringing something up like that? That wouldn't even have anything to do with Christianity. Now the news media, they don't know the difference. See? You know why they don't know the difference? Because we've portrayed Christianity about like uh, uh, Don Knotts or Wally Cox or some little old wimpy something other. And any kind of something. They just think religion's religion. They don't know Christianity for nothing else. You know why? They hadn't seen anything out of the Christians. Huh? Hollywood. You see Hollywood, what they portray as a, a preacher? They get Wally Cox. Or Don Knotts and his shaking say, I never seen Clark Gable pr play a preacher. Never seen, uh, uh, seen, uh, 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 Robert Mitchum one time play a preacher and, and he really was just, uh, uh, impersonating one. And he was shooting all the towns, folks. Yeah. Never seen a, if you want to see a preacher, he'll have his collar turned around back and he's got a, High squeak in his voice. Hi, everybody. Can y'all give us something to build a church with? Oh, what? We don't have anything. How come they portray that? Because that's what Christians do, run around bumming. They're trying to get it as close as they can. Sad thing, they done hit it about on the head. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For by one offering He has perfected forever them that are sanctified. You know what sanctified means? That means you're set apart. You're set apart. You're holy. You are the sanctuary. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the Lord. See, 1 Corinthians 1.30 said, Jesus Christ has been made unto you wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. Praise God. The blood that speaks, praise God, guarantees all your covenant rights. 
When? I take my stand on the Word of the Covenant. Praise God. Hebrews 7.22 says Jesus is the surety. You know what a surety is? You ever heard of a surety bond? He put up the surety money. He put up the surety money, which is His blood. Praise God. Anybody can call and say, uh, well, has He got a surety up for this, this home He's bought? Has He put up a surety bond? Yeah, surety bond's up here. Bless God, He can move in. Hallelujah. Jesus put up the surety. Another word for surety is bail. Jesus put up the bail for you. Praise God. People run around trying to get free and they've been free. Hallelujah. You read where you've been translated out of one kingdom into the kingdom of Almighty God? Cotton Patch translation said, You've been sprung from the jailhouse of darkness and translated into the kingdom of His dear Son. You've been sprung. The bail's up. The door's open. Hallelujah. Listen, blessed be God. I got to jump in a rope. I got to jump in a rope and doing a little exercise and I jumped in a rope. And I jumped in that rope and it got good and I hadn't jumped rope since I used to box and I was jumping on one foot and looked like I'm going to get my schoolgirl figure back. You know, I'm thinking, you know, I'm... And I tell you what, I got, I got up the next morning, I couldn't hardly walk. That extra 50 pounds on that foot didn't jump good. <laughs> but let me tell you something. See, you got the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost. I got up, you ask my wife, oh, oh, my foot. <laughs> See, something come up in my spirit. They invoked their covenant rights in the old covenant. And he brought them out. And there wasn't a feeble person among the tribe. Son, that went off in me and I'm going to tell you something right now. I can jump rope. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Glory to God. We have a covenant established on the red sealed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Glory to God. He is the surety. He's put up the bail. He's opened the prison house. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. He is the personal guarantee. Hallelujah. Now, Jesus is not down here in His robe, and you know, like He was. But there, if He was, He'd speak. Healing's yours. Deliverance yours. It's already yours. But we got something speaking from before the throne. The blood speaks better things than punishment. See, better than that. The blood cries out mercy, kindness, compassion, help in a time of need. See, hallelujah. The blood is speaking tonight. Glory to God. Well, hallelujah. You get anything out of that tonight? Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. You get a hold of this covenant. 
You ain't got to be concerned with faith. It'll be natural. You will live out of another realm. You'll re- it'll pass faith into knowing. See, when you act on the Word of God, you don't know this will work until you act on it. You won't know it. You act on it, you'll know whether it's real or not. You don't know just because you heard me preach it. Hallelujah. Just because I said my foot and all that and jump rope. Yeah, you don't know that. Lisa does. She is trying to make fun of me limping the other day. Hallelujah. Well, glory. Stand up on your feet. Praise the Lord. Praise